Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know, these days, people think that artificial intelligence can do anything. But you know what? That isn't necessarily the case. For instance, there is a puzzling murder mystery out there that has proven to be quite the challenge to AI. And that is intriguing. So we are going to find out more. Joining us now is Kenna Hughes-Castleberry, science communicator for JILA at the University of Colorado and the editor-in-chief of Light and Matter. Kenna, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Simi. It's a pleasure to be here. First off, can you explain to me what is what is Kane's jawbone and how did you find out about this? Sure. So Kane's Jawbone is a 90-year-old puzzle book that was published in 1934 um, by this crossword compiler named Edward Mathis. And what he ended up doing is writing this mystery novel that's very Victorian, very gothic. It depicts six murders and six murder victims. Um, But the puzzle part is that he printed it entirely out of order. And so you as the reader not only have to figure out who did who, but you have to figure out how the pages are reordered. Um, And so when the book was originally published in 1934. They did an annual competition and only four people solved it. And then in 1936, the book went on a print. And then in 2018, it was actually rediscovered and reprinted. Um, And the copy I have is the 2019 edition, which a random friend sent to me. I didn't know at the time. It was just a random package I got in the mail. So I was very intrigued to try to solve it and figure out what happened. Okay. This actually sounds to me like it would be perfect for artificial intelligence, right? Scan it all into AI and let it figure it out. You would think so, but because all the pages are out of order, there's really no context for the AI to know what the proper order of the book is. And so it becomes quite an interesting challenge to try to cha- uh, to try to challenge the language AI models like ChatGPT and others on. Oh, okay. So how did you do this? So I ended up um, working with the publisher, Unbound Publishing, and we decided to try to see if there was a company out there that could test the the book on AI. And we ended up uh, finding Zindi, which is a African-based company. They have over 50,000 data analysts and software programmers who do puzzles similar to this all the time. So it was a perfect fit for them. Um, But by the time we got the competition all set up, we only had a week in 2022 to try to solve everything. Um, And so the publisher has kept the true answer of the pages reordered secret forever. Um, They may one day release it, but uh, they only gave it to one person at Zindi who programmed it into the the computer as far as a test. We ended up using Agatha Christie's Mysterious Seferit Styles as a training data because it was written around the same time period. It has very similar language and the pages are, of course, in order. <laughs> so the AI can, can understand kind of what it, it needs to do. Um, and then the programmers from there use the, the language models to try to reorder the pages. Okay, I love this. So essentially, you told all these AI programmers, here, try to figure this out. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure they thought that AI can do anything. Uh, what happened, though? Because not, not very many of them could actually do it, right? 
Yeah. So we had about 400 individuals from around the world participate in the competition. Um, and it turns out the top score that people got was 42%. Um, so only 42 out of the 100 pages were properly reordered. Um, and again, it just goes to show you how difficult it is for the AI to try to reorder something with zero context. Um, and so the, the two people who ended up successfully reordering that top score were two mathematicians out of South Africa. And in speaking to them afterwards, about kind of what what all went into the process. They were talking about how they ended up doing more of a human-assisted AI sort of method where, you know, if one page says first pill and the next page says second pill, well, you know, this one comes before that one. But the AI might not necessarily know that. So that was something that they kind of did to end, end up getting that top score. Well, I actually feel a bit relieved hearing this, Kenna, because it does mean that I guess there's still some room left for the human brain out there. Absolutely. (laughs) And I don't think that AI will be able to solve this anytime soon. It'll just be a matter of getting the technology more advanced to get there. Isn't that amazing, though, that something that was written almost like 100 years ago is still is something that is still challenging today? Absolutely. And especially with seeing news stories of AI helping to uncover ancient languages or try to decode um, languages that we still don't know about. It's rather fascinating to see that there is a lot of space in this field for AI to come in and try to recover or um, salvage uh, old texts. But of course, this one presents a quite unique challenge that's rather different. So are you a, a mystery solving person or are you just a puzzle person? A little bit of both. Um, I absolutely love Agatha Christie. I consider her my junk food when I'm reading just because (laughs) you you can have a nice brainless read and and enjoy it. Um, But but I absolutely love solving puzzles. And so when I got this book in the mail and I didn't know who sent it to me, I was trying to not only solve the puzzle itself, but trying to also figure out who sent me this book. Well, that sounds like somebody who knew you very well, right? To do that, actually. Um, Did you ever find out? Yes, I did. It turns out it was one of my friends. I I posted the book on social media. I texted everybody. I'm asking people, you know, did you send this to me? Did you send this to me? And it turns out that my friend who sent it to me didn't leave a note with the with the Amazon package, of course. So I was like, I have no idea who sent this. She ended up texting me later and said, hey, did you get the package I sent you? Oh, so she inadvertently (laughs) gave you a mystery. (laughs) Exactly. And I went, oh, that was you. Oh, how surprising. I I didn't know. (laughs) Thank you for clearing this (laughs) issue up. So what do you think? What does this tell us about AI at this point? Oh, gosh, I feel like that's such a broad question. Um, And so I'm not quite sure that I'll fully answer it because I am not an AI expert. I'm, of course, just a science writer. But at least from what I've seen, AI can do some amazing things that we just are completely blown away by. Like you think of ChatGPT and it can make a presentation in 15 seconds with 96 slides if you ask it to. But on the other hand, you know, books like this where they're out of order, they have really, really, really vague language and have like puns and weird references to Victorian culture. Like that's just something that AI is not trained to do yet to solve. Right. So it does show that there still are limitations out there and that, you know, maybe this isn't top priority for AI uh, software programmers to try to design the AI to do. But it is something to think about that, you know, when we think of the new story of AI, there can be some hype involved. And this is just one of the the examples that there are limitations. That's good to know, though. I think that makes people feel a little bit better. Akana, thank you so much for your time. 
Thank you. That was fascinating. That's Kenna Hughes-Castleberry, who's a science communicator for JLA at the University of Colorado and the editor-in-chief of Light and Matter, talking about, yeah, limitations to AI, all because of a problem-solving book kind of novel that AI could not crack. All right, coming up next, we'll get a check of your traffic.